Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Okay. Well, hey, listen. Jeremy's in the best of moods. We got Ashley in studio. Welcome to Quality Time. It's the podcast with me, Eric Woodworth, my brother, Jeremy Woodworth, and the great and powerful Ashley Pontius. I'd first like to go over and greet Ashley and say hello. Oh, my God. How are you? Hi, Daddy. Welcome. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is NP Hard R. <laughs> <laughs> NP Hard R. <laughs> it's good. I'm excited that you're here uh, in my humble abode today. Uh, you brought me a, a half-eaten cheesecake. <laughs> uh, let me be so clear. I did not eat the entire half of the cheesecake. Let's... I may be fat, but there's a level of fatness I won't cross. It would be funny if you came in just kind of some. I dropped the other half, and you're just kind of wiping it away. <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? <laughs> but it was very good. I had a piece of the cheesecake upstairs. It was good. Aww. Was it a chocolate peanut butter action in there? Or? No, it's a marble. Oh, oh, that's like, all, a, like so a nice you, countertop. You, you ground up pieces of glass to slowly <laughs> cut my insides apart. <laughs> Eric, I don't need to do that. You already do that you eat you eat cheetos that is that is true i just scrape the drippings off of the carpet and then pour them right into my tongue uh but that's good i appreciate it i've uh it's been um and jeremy i got to see jeremy on friday night jeremy how are you doing sir uh i'm here yeah you're here you've been uh you've been uh it seems like you've been um uh, uh, a little bit sick a little you got a little uh you got a little um lung crust from last <laughs> week's um last week's conventions and stuff even noticed <laughs> there's there's our boy again <laughs> i will say jeremy did bring me back if you look uh at this corner over here mm-hmm. he brought me back this, this right here oh that's super fun so that, for the listeners there's a sticker that says don't knock it it's got its own key and it's spam it's which is very cool and uh this other like almost like a trading card of living dead weekend 2023 that's awesome so thank you jeremy straight from the monroeville mall into my home the actual uh living dead um Living Dead Museum in, in Monroeville Mall. Yeah, how was... I, I don't think we got into the museum too much. What was the coolest thing in the museum? 
uh, probably the actual um, prosthetics of the guy that has his head ripped off by the hel- helicopter blades. Ah, cool. Oh, they <laughs> they strip the actual elevator from the the JC Penny in in uh, in the Roville Mall. So they put that as part of the exhibit. The, the fake trees from uh, Evil Dead Two was there, and part <laughs> oh. from Evil Dead Two, and the actual clothing from some of the guys from from uh, Dawn of the Dead. And, you know, there's oh. a lot of cool evil trees in uh, in horror and stuff. You can go all the way back to like the scary trees. I think from The Wizard of Oz, um, the oh. tree that eats um, that eats the little kid in uh, Poltergeist. Can, can I say my favorite evil trees were the ones from Snow White? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty scary. Those are those are my favorite. And then there's the one from Evil Dead that just rapes you. <laughs> You know mm. that that's probably the evilest of trees, right? Mm. The Sleepy Hollow one. Rape. Sorry, say that again, Jeremy. I hate tree rape. I do. I'm against. I'm against it. You know they don't talk about the dark side of all those tree huggers, or the ones that the trees that never ask for consent. Well, you know, a tree that pretends to be into a woman but is secretly gay is called a tree beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Lord of the Rings joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was that's uh, awesome. Everybody knows that the uh, girls were actually on drugs when the uh, the Leaf Man uh, tried to rape them in uh, True Detective. Okay, man, you know there's something so magical that I can drive over an hour to Sykesville and I can still, even when I least expect it, get raped for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's exciting. Um, Ashley, you've had quite the week yourself, yes? Yeah, I definitely have. Um, I did sneak into the Chamber of Commerce mixer because I keep using my boss's ID, which is very funny of me. Oh. Um, so I, <laughs> I use it to get free beer and act like I'm there to rub shoulders. Mm-hmm. But then when anybody asks me, oh, who do you work for? And I'm like, uh, nobody. Because <laughs> I don't want to You just respond job. with like that, uh, like the line from Austin Powers, who does number two <laughs> work, work for? <laughs> and then you shit all over the floor. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm very well loved in my community. Um, but I've been using it to pick up dudes because I act like I'm, I'm there to like do business with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how much do you make? How much revenue is your company pulling in? How long have you been divorced? Um, mm-hmm. How high is your sperm count? So like I've been using the Chamber of Commerce to like finagle my way into some very broken homes. I like that um, you go from credit score to semen score. Those are the yeah. two numbers that you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, am I going to lie and say that one time... Somebody thought my Weight Watcher points was my credit score. Sure, but um, <laughs> but no. So I, I've been I've been drunk since Tuesday. Nothing but parties, having a great time. In fact, I did a private gig for an HVAC company oh. on Friday night, and I rode a mechanical bull. Yeah, I saw a couple of clips from it, and mm-hmm. a, and a, and part of the post said that you fucking ate it. Yeah, right? I uh, I I I did I. I did what I call pulling a Woodworth, which is I only lasted eight seconds. 
um and then i and then i came um so, but yeah i uh, i ate it real hard it's way harder to do than you think but almost worse than getting thrown from the bowl was me trying to get on the bowl because i am short and fat um and i had to gain a lot of momentum to get on top of it um until at one point it just wasn't happening and a man had to hoist me over <laughs> <laughs> which was kind to say very hot very sexy of me um, so uh you get on the bowl do they are they nice to you at first or they set it on the low setting so you could get your feel or they were like i want to they wanna, like i want to nuke this bitch I, right away i want her to knock if she bucks okay so <laughs> um no they they did it really slow but i immediately knew that I wasn't going to be good at it. Like, I knew even from the slow setting. And I go, You're like, oh, oh no. And then once they've done one <laughs> turn, it starts to go. And I, I didn't even make it one turn. I was like, ah! <laughs> And just got thrown like a sack of potatoes. Did you land side, head, butt? Uh side i mean look when you're this chubby it's all the same side i mean it's not really different i um, i know, listen as a fellow chubby man yeah. i know that we do have the anatomy of the bowling ball kid from hook so i <laughs> i get that um yeah it was like throwing a bag of laundry down a chute <laughs> it was a lot of lumps and bumps but ultimately soft uh, um, but no i had a great time last night it was my company christmas party um that was phenomenal I think I was on good behavior. I did almost drop the lasagna, so that was <laughs> that was fun. Okay. But no, I just weeks of parties. My liver hurts. I'm very tired. Uh, I did get drunk the other night and cut part of my hair off, so I'm missing a chunk of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, audience, you right. can't. So see. you're having the best. Let me see. Ashley is taking off the headphones. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> Ashley just had were you trying to make bangs for yourself <laughs> I was so drunk and I, I was part I was part way through doing it to both sides and then I stopped and came to and went oh my god what are you doing <laughs> 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 I like it because when you fluff it out in the front now, you yeah. look like you're um you look like you know the power of the babe. Um <laughs> got a real David Bowie oh, uh, labyrinth look. Uh well, you know what? I look, dudes and girls love me with this haircut. I'm all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it looks fine. It works for you. Thank I mean, you know. It's, Thank uh, you. I'm David Boy Pussy. <laughs> I don't know how girl hair works at that long. You cut things, there's undercuts. I don't know how any of this works. Yeah, I uh, uh, you know, I'm just going to act like there's nothing wrong with how I look. And if anybody challenges me, I'll be like, you don't support gay people. And then oh, homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The 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 A in the LGBTQA stands for Ashley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. lovely. Uh, I, did you send me that meme or did I send you that meme of like I finally made an LGBTQ and it was like guacamole uh, bacon? <laughs> no, you did. And I loved that. It was good. That was good. I liked it but yeah everything's been good thank you uh i um jeremy we can't hear you but get close to that mic i'm part of the uh the c r um um uh, hmm. c r p of the lgp you're the aarp at this point <laughs> you fucking rambling fool <laughs> The rape murder clown. There you go. I oh. knew. I was, you know, when you started talking, I was like, how's he going to make a rape joke here? Oh. <laughs> Jeremy, my pronouns are please don't. <laughs> he is for pedophile, so. Uh. 
Beautiful pedal. That's good enough for me. <laughs> One, two, three counts of rape. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, don't don't lump me in with an Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> don't take me. They don't um take me to uh, parades. So yeah, that's uh that is uh that is true. I still give candy. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I had a, a wonderful uh, uh, turning of the globe as I, I reached the age of 40. Woo, you be 40. I be 40. You be 40. Um, I celebrated by just listening to the song Red Red Wine on repeat <laughs> but, over and over again. But in Eric's case, it's W-H-I-N-E. <laughs> W-H-I-T-E. <laughs> You white and 40. Oh, no, I was going to say red, red wine, because I just, you've complained for the last year about turning 40. <laughs> I know. But I feel like it was minimal. Um, but, you know, I, I'm here. I've, uh, I spent it, um, my 40th birthday working in West Virginia most of oh. that day. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a hoot. I've gotten, um, a couple of fun gifts. Um, we had a lovely dinner at Basta Pasta with the fam on Friday night. Oof, that is white. Um, <laughs> Ashley, at what time? Uh, dinner was at 6 o'clock. Okay. Um, uh, Jeremy's wife was there before, before we were there. Okay. What, what time did Jeremy arrive? <laughs> well, since Jeremy cannot tell the time, um, <laughs> I'm going to say 5 o'clock. Uh, no, Jeremy arrived at, at about 6.15, 6.18, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. But Thursday night on my birthday, he calls me as if he has just waking up, woken up, right? He's just had, he maybe he's been awake for less than a minute. Mm. And he goes, holy shit, I, I thought I slept through your birthday dinner. I was like, it's, it's tomorrow. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jer- Jeremy, I, I akin uh, Jeremy to a Doctor Who because he travels through time in a TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was very funny that, that Jeremy, um, he's still, he thought he was late, okay? He thought he was late on, on Thursday. Yeah. And as soon as he saw that, he was just like, fuck it, I got time. <laughs> so he's still late. <laughs> He was still late the next day, though, which I thought was very funny. Oh, <laughs> sweet Jeremy! How, how are how are you, Jeremy? Did you enjoy your your dinner? Was it was it a good time? We made you. Oh, here's the other, one more thing that Jeremy did. Okay, look. So <laughs> here, I'm sitting at one end of the table. Okay, uh, flanked by uh, my wife and my and my daughter Susie. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the table on this side is my brother-in-law. Um, uh, Amy's uh, Todd. There you go. Wow, that was a struggle. Okay. Todd, he's not important. Oh. So, <laughs> across from me is Michelle. Empty mm-hmm. seat for Jeremy, and then Amy. So Amy and and her husband Todd are sitting across from each other. Okay. Hey, when Jeremy gets in, he goes, "Hey, move the fuck in." He makes, he makes Amy sit next to his wife. He's like, "I want to sit on the end." Which <laughs> 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 I thought was pretty fun. <laughs> 
Thanks for not having to sit next to my wife. <laughs> you, I did think it was very funny as Amelia just goes, okay, I guess, honey, that's just fine. We'll sit diagonal. <laughs> well, What's without, weird? I hope this isn't a problem, but I will tell you, Jeremy, that I also saw, you know, this beautiful photo of you and Michelle at, I think, a company Christmas party, and you guys looked so beautiful together. And then while I was trying to eat breakfast, Jer- uh, Eric <laughs> sent me a photo of you and a fucking onesie <laughs> like, no, 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 no. So like, oh. like, jeremy I, when i talked oh. to him on thursday night i forgot that he sent me that so i said uh, he sent me he was like hope you enjoyed the pictures and i hadn't looked at mm. the text yet one is this very nice holiday picture Beautiful. as ashley said the other one is just <laughs> jeremy in a black mm. t-shirt and black uh whitey tidies mm. <laughs> and that's just that he was like hope you like that that's your birthday gift yeah it was really cool i actually had to go seek uh emergency mental health counseling uh that i get for free through my company twice a year and they're like hey has someone died like what's happening and i said hey i saw one of my friends in uh briefs yeah and they're like a man i go yeah it was a man i think um i saw him very briefly what does that mean (laughs) you don't want to (laughs) know and the shirt what did the shirt say beer is proof that god exists and that he loves us and it's a quote by benjamin franklin yeah and jeremy in in the underwear it was very uh well put together so good good fashion sense chair hence i can't drink anymore so god (laughs) he just said god hates him i don't know why your audio keeps cutting out every time you talk uh, jeremy so maybe i'll replug the stupid board Maybe, maybe that'll work. Um, but that was cool. So it was great yeah. to see to see my sweet brother. Um, I ate so much food that uh, I had like you know you eat so much salt it makes your heart race because you're forty years old. Oh, <laughs> wait till I get to you. Yeah, get I'm there. ten it's years so, younger than you. It's gonna be idea. so fun. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's uh it's been a good year. This is uh you know um i i've embraced 40 since i was 35 so um (laughs) you know i did have fun talking though to uh my other sister amelia Mm -hmm. and she she was like you're old (laughs) and i was like i was just like and i just looked her in the eye and went four years you're gonna be here four years and she was like shut up stop it i was like you do the math you're closer to 40 than you are to 30 yeah how does that feel and she's like shut up no no yeah that's what older siblings are are for i remember when both my sisters already had their periods and i'm six and eight years younger than them and i was like ew you guys are gross periods are nasty and then the day i came home from school and they go girls be nice to ashley she got her period and they're just circling you going they're all gonna laugh at you yeah they're all gonna laugh yeah, they threw super jumbo tampons at me, and they're just like, here, plug it up! <laughs> oh, that, but Hide your here. sin! That's what we're here for, you know? Special blood bucket challenge, so, you know. How did you turn your own reverb? How do you have Echo now? <laughs> Jerry has somehow given himself Echo, and the fact that he doesn't know how to control it is even better. I told you, he's a wizard. All right, Jeremy is now reaching for some type of plug. We're not sure what's happening. Also, I lost a bet last night at the company Christmas party, and now I have to go to church with one of my coworkers. <laughs> on so, Christmas? I said I wouldn't go on Christmas, and I said you're only getting one. Just like Spider-Man. Just like Spider-Man. 
<laughs> what? You ever seen that? It's a it's a running Family Guy bit, and he's like, we Peter falls out, and Spider-Man oh, everybody rest- gets one. Everybody gets one. Yeah, no, she, she's getting one, and she's like, do you want to go to the contemporary service or the traditional? And I said, does the traditional have more child molestation? And she did not find that as funny <laughs> as I did. I, I actually I heard a I heard a really good inappropriate joke. Yeah. They're like, have you ever heard of a reverse exorcism? <laughs> Oh no! That's where the demon tells the priest to get out of the child. Ah, that's so funny! <laughs> 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 oh man, my inner child has been remolested. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, and speaking of molestation, uh, that brings us to this week's fucking. I'm sorry, Jeremy. You got something. I I apologize. Go for it. You're supposed to use all twelve uh, daggers, and then you get shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, Speaking of getting shot, that's what my eyes felt like while I was watching this week's movie. Uh, 1985's The Bride, um, which, Jeremy, this was your pick this week, uh, directed by Frank Rodham, who... uh, his other famous movie, K2, oddly enough. Uh, you ever seen K2, Jeremy? You a big K2 fan? Give me a, give me a minute. Okay. Well, uh, Frank Rodham directed this. This actually has been... Uh, this movie's actually been uh, nominated for three awards, okay? The first award uh, would be uh, Best Costume Design, which I will agree. Great Academy Award-winning costume mm-hmm. design. The other, the score. Score is also mm-hmm. really phenomenal in this movie. And the third award... Uh, worst actress Razzie mm-hmm. for our lead in this movie Jennifer Beals. Yeah, she is terrible. Um. <laughs> and I like this movie. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's free on Tubi. Uh, this asks the question: What if Doctor Frankenstein, instead of making a retard monster, just made a hot chick instead? That's literally <laughs> the movie. <laughs> well, n- no, I mean, ultimately, to me, this is an allegory of God, mm-hmm. which is he makes the retard first, and then he goes. <laughs> Oh, I failed. Let me do better the next time, uh, which is what God did with the angels. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, uh, it, it it has a star-studded cast. Uh, oh hell yeah! Starring the great Sting, uh, who's playing Frankenstein in this movie, uh, alongside Jennifer Beals, who's going to be basically the bride of Frankenstein, aka mm-hmm. Eva, uh, as well as Clancy Brown. Um, <laughs> Who's playing the monster uh, who finally gets a name, Victor. Um, and I always I thought that Frankenstein's name was Victor. Wasn't he Victor? Frankenst- Victor Frankenstein, I thought. But in this, he's like Rob or something. Like, I'm Robert Frankenstein <laughs> or some bullshit. Well, I love that Carrie Elways is in this movie because mm-hmm. every time he comes on screen, I am ungodly damp yeah you Just, are you're a big carrie yules fan you're always pronounced always uh no you're thinking of john elway the quarterback know. for the denver no. broncos right. uh, <laughs> whatever but but uh i know just something about him just Man, he just gives me my panties what I call a damp stamp. <laughs> it also has one of Jeremy's favorite midgets of all time, the great David Rappaport. When I was talking to Jeremy, I was just like, I didn't see Michael Rappaport in that movie. And me trying to des- 
describe who Michael Rappaport was to Jeremy was is as successful as Jeremy tried to describe who David Rappaport was to me. Yeah, <laughs> which I do love that we just went from you correcting my pronunciation of Carrie's last name, and then you're like Michael Rappaport. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I listen. Never have claimed to be smart. <laughs> but we also we also left out one of my favorite people cast in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, in the lead is uh, Rose Vineshank. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You can't tell me. Shout out to Rose. You can't tell me that from the side at one point you don't go, oh, my God, look at look at look at Rose it's, seduce Jennifer Beale. <laughs> it's a it's a real desert rose. Uh <laughs> the uh the tie-in between uh david rapaport and uh alexi sale who the only real uh actual anyway he was in uh the the um the last crusade uh with indiana jones as as a sultan and also he was part of the the fifth uh young ones from from who he was like just a comedian but he is like the nasty, nasty uh, uh, circus um, leader, ring ringleader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I know who you're talking about. I, I recognize him from somewhere, but he's not even in like the top casting of this movie, which is kind of wild. What's his name again? Uh, Alexi Sales, who, who mm. they actually make fun of his name in the, in the young ones. Like he was like the, the least of the, the characters. I remember him. Yeah, because he shows up a bunch of times in the young ones. I, yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I know this guy is British, and I was thinking, I was like, is he from Red Dwarf? I kept thinking, and then I was like, hey, you finally you nailed it right there. He comes. He always comes in as as one of the Jersey Balatsky characters. He has different characters of his name, but uh, the the director. His other other acumens were the Lords of Discipline from '83 and Quadrophenia in '79, which was the uh, other Who movie, other than Tommy. But the no, the other person you don't never recognize is the henchman from the circus, who is uh, actually Jimmy from Quadrophenia with the really long hair, who actually uh, has the knife. Oh, but, with the uh, with the weird mullet. Yeah, and also the guy. <laughs> Also, the only, the only ever ever acumen that he actually did the screenplay from uh, Quadrophenia. I, it's my favorite uh, Who album, and I know you hate the Who, but I I love Quadrophenia. I <laughs> love um, uh, Quadrophilia. That's where you only have sex with amputees. <laughs> or or Colrophobia, qual, qual, uh, but Col- anyway, Colrophobia. Anyway, but uh, that's that's the actual character that uh, he played uh, of the actual life of uh, uh, Pete Townsend, where he actually did uh, ride a, a Vespa back in the day when he was a mod. So. Well, can I tell you my favorite Who song is uh, <laughs> is Baba Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Bill O'Reilly. Today on Bill O'Reilly. Baba Bill O'Reilly. Do you know why America's failing? Teenage Wasteland. Also gave gave a little life to the, the song uh, Love Rain Over Me, which was the the final song in Quadrophenia with uh, Adam Sandler. 
Oh, so, lovely. Wow. So uh, we jump right into it. I will say, to give this movie some of its due, the sets in this movie are actually really beautiful. I just wish they made a cooler movie with it. They uh, they come to Frankenstein's castle and to his laboratory, and he's got like half uh, cut off body parts that are like floating in gels and things like that. Got all the classic like mad scientist bubbling concoctions left and right. Every glow stick was used. No, <laughs> no. No expense was spared. Let's, let's not forget that your um, uh, your mechanism of the day was controlled by sand. Yeah. With a- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that everything else is like totally steamboat, but they were like, we're going to Pee Wee's Playhouse this one, <laughs> the most important thing by making it sand down like this. And then it tits over the dominoes and, go, and a roller skate goes across that finally lowers the, uh, the spike down. And uh, anywho, uh, they... Uh, they re- I, like the, I like the freakish uh, body parts and the and the the, the uh, disembodied head. Yeah, I like how jiggly they sound. They also sound like when you uh, uncover like a Jello pie. Like it's got a real like flammy sound. Oh man, you guys have clearly never shit out a baby <laughs> that you weren't <laughs> expecting. You're like, oh man, is that a queef? And then you look in the toilet. And you're like, oh, I think I think that once was a life. That, I don't know. That's <laughs> actually a number five at Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get it every week. I call it a perjurito. <laughs> uh, <that's sad. laughs> Ain't no sour cream. <laughs> so, Is it though? So right away they uh, they activate the machine, and uh, his little assistant uses a sand device to drop a pail that finally lowers this arm that seemed like it really could have been put on a regular crank, but okay. Um, uh, and immediately there's a lightning strike. He's coming alive. Raise the arm. She must come down. But they can't raise the arm up because the sand bucket was a bad thing. So instead of getting struck by lightning once, she gets struck by lightning twice. Uh, Which the only thing I learned is that Frankenstein's monster, original monster, who has no brain functionality, only got struck once. So the second stroke of lightning just makes you not not retarded. That's the only thing that another lightning strike they, does. They cancel each other out. Yeah, they were like, the first one makes you loud. The second one makes you smart. <laughs> once with the shovel, and then you hit her one more time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anywho, they reanimate her, the, uh, but the uh, lightning strikes again, and the monster shows up and uh, looks at his prize. For me. Don't be so impetuous. For me. You fool! Imbecile! Oh, not mine. Aid me! You lie. So he's mad because this this random one. You give me woman, you lie. I I love that it's like an open micer finding out there's a new woman on the scene. It's like this is mine. You, I saw it. You right with me. <laughs> Uh, actually, I have a boyfriend. You lie! 
will be part of the Muslim wedding. <laughs> I book only you, only one woman on show. <laughs> you lie, second woman here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> poor our friend, poor Violet shows up and he's like, "You said woman. <laughs> <laughs> you lie. I check it. Pop up book down there." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, shout outs, Violet Gray, uh, sweet friend of the show. I feel I guilty. Let's cut it. <laughs> no, nah, like, ah, it's staying in. I it's love you, Violet. In. Please. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, he then goes to uh, and uses his Frankensteinian strength, the monster, and uh, uh, pulls down a cord that apparently this cord was the structural integrity of an entire castle because <laughs> it explodes the entire lab. There's reanimated heads that are going crazy in there, little jiggly body parts, but ultimately he does explode the lab. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. Were you going to talk? At least the guy um, um, falls down on fire and dies. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the guy up top is like, and he's not a little bit of, he's like on the most fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but I love that it's set up like your cat has ruined your Christmas tree. Does your cat knocks over the whole thing? Yeah. You're like, oh, damn it. But I still love you. <laughs> so uh, the... Uh, he uh he then wakes up in the woods amongst the populace and uh, meets a new friend. So this little man is being attacked by a group of children just in the streets, and uh, luckily, nothing like the the only thing that he could do is scare small children instantly. So he walks <laughs> over and uh, is able to scare him off. This little person will find out to be named Ronaldo. Get out of! I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. By the way, uh, um, David Rappaport was a demon on the young ones with uh, Alexi Sales. Oh God, the more you know. Thanks for that. Man? Yes, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm sure he is. In every sense of the word, if you catch my drift. Yeah, and my name, in case you're interested, is Ronaldo. And what's yours, sir? No name. Oh. No name. In cog on the run, eh? Well, there's nothing wrong in that. Um, I myself am on this road to Budapest, where I intend to join the circus. We can walk together if you like. There's this little band called The Who that's playing live from Budapest, and we're headed there right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jerry is uncontrollably laughing at that. Um, but the um, so <laughs> I like that he also convinces uh, the monster. He's just like, you know, you seem like you got good walking legs. Mind if you carry me like Master Blaster the rest of the way? Isn't this easy? <laughs> so he just he manhandles. He's like, no, gently. Don't pick me up like a cat. <laughs> Let me pick you up by one arm at a time. <laughs> yeah, at first he tries. He's like, "No, gently." <laughs> Don't you understand, gentle? Oh, oh, <laughs> puts him up. 
You smart. You fix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now it's uh, it's the brains in Ronaldo and uh, the brawn in the monster walking hand in hand down the street. Um, now, Frank, the next day, Dr. Frankenstein is uh, he's in shambles and he's talking to his best friend, Saraval, uh, Claraval, uh, who lies a little bit about his new guest. You have a guest here, Charles. Not exactly. An interesting medical case referred to my care. A young girl found in the forest near Brucor. She'd apparently been struck by lightning, robbed of all memory. She knows nothing of herself, not even her own name. But can you cure her? And if not, it's quite remarkably beautiful. So I, I there's something that got messed up in that clip, but... He, he, it's Claire Valios. He's like, oh, she doesn't remember anything. You gonna fuck her? That's the first, the first thing he goes to. That's so funny because I, I, I wanted to pose the question to you boys, which is, if he has sex with her, is it considered necrophilia? I think, so. and you know, if I'm to believe the documentary Frank and Hooker, I would say yes. Okay. Um, so I was just curious. Which the good news again, boys, if it's necrophilia. He, it's only a misdemeanor. You're not going to see jail time. She can't consent because she's dead. Ah, although that consent, yikes. <laughs> 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 Smelling a little rough down there. Ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Mm, get a little decomp. <laughs> so uh, he, then, uh, he then states he has a plan for this woman. She might be made into anything. The most planned mistresses. <clears throat> I might make the new woman, Claval, independent, free, as bold and as proud as a man. <laughs> which, which is hilarious because like we all know that men hate independent women. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, hilarious. I like, I'm going to make a woman equal to a man. He was like, hey, all right, but be serious, Doctor Frankenstein. We're like, we get it. You're a male feminist. Okay. <laughs> he is trying really hard. He is like Doctor Frankenstein in this movie. Is that guy who's just like, I respect, I respect women's rights, but will fill you up in the parking lot unconsenting. Like, like he's the. That's who he is in this movie, right? Yeah, he's he's the uh, 18th century Magoobies comic. It's uh, except very the, cool. Except these guys, they never look as hot as Rose Vine Shanks. I'll tell you that. You know what? Mm. Shout out to Rose. Rose, I would let you uh, fill me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I it was going to be more of a musical with the uh, the Rain in Spain song. That's if Rose oh. pegged me, it would be called a Vine Shank. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I would call uh, I would call that a kiss from a rose because you got a little prick. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. Taking so many years to make the uh, the the um, musical version of the bride, you know. Yeah, it has taken a long time for that. Ever make of myself from you. It's with sex, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing. So I'll reanimate you with lightning. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you play some of um, um, Eva's um, music? Yeah, so Eva comes on the scene and uh, here you go. She's a maniac, man. Oh, no! 
Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> more, more um, Motley Crue songs. So. She's a maniac. Maniac. It's been foretold, and she's been rotten in a grave and full of mold. Know <laughs> 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 where I am because I'm high on drugs. So, next, uh, she shows up all naked while Dr. Frankenstein is just trying to enjoy himself by the fire, and he gives her a name, Eva. Uh, and uh, Mrs. Bowman, the uh, the housemaid, just treats her like a fucking dog immediately, like, get that fuck back in your room. What the fuck is with you? It was very important that the lighting man just... Um shine the light right on her vagina and you didn't even know who it was yeah her. oddly enough i was reading in the uh in the uh, in the did you know section of this movie not actually naked jennifer beals but her body double in this scene she didn't get naked for this movie wow so. how wild is it though if your mom is like hey honey how's acting been going and you're like great did you land any roles uh yes i'm playing the part of hairy vagina <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm i'm jennifer beals pussy and the bride <laughs> Uh, I don't see a lot of FaceTime, but uh, my push sure does. Um, my 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 puss is one movie away from being able to get a pap smear. I'm about to get on. I'm about to get on the insurance. Um, they 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 uh, they said if I don't keep it tight, I'm gonna end up in SAG. <laughs> Thank you. Jeremy, you're gonna wind that back again. One of my favorite uh, Brian De Palma movies is, of course, uh, Body Double, and also was like a another takeoff on uh, Dress to Kill with Angie Dickinson with her fake vagina shot. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh! There's Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what SAG stands for? It's Screen Actors Gash. <laughs> hey, ladies! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, Ronaldo and Victor, uh, the, he gives the name Victor to the, the monster. He's like, every man should have a name. You should have one too. Um, cause you grab me one of these. Sweet Ashley is going to go to the shitter real quick. Um, <laughs> she's, she's going to shit out of her piss hole. Um, <laughs> you wish you could taste this shit. <laughs> so, um. Mm. Good, good, good. So, um, Ronaldo, uh, the the little the little fella is uh, watching uh, Clancy Brown eat. I will say, so they cook a chicken on the side of the road, and I will tell you, probably my favorite part of the movie is watching Clancy Brown eat a, like a whole chicken with his bare hands. It's one of the best things. And in a full monster, like she's like, you have to share. It's called sharing. Here's my portion, and then you have the rest. That's pretty much the way I eat. I just eat an entire chicken and eat it right in front of my brother. Then don't get anything. I don't give anything to my brother. There's a there's a guy in New York who puts up flyers that says, "Come to this pier and watch me eat an entire rotisserie chicken." Oh, it's in Philly. Yeah, and he's like, "This is not a party," and people just come and watch him eat a whole rotisserie chicken by himself. 
It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, Jeremy, do you, do you think you could eat? Uh, I know it's this is the post-stroke world, but do you think at, in your prime you could have eaten an entire rotisserie chicken to yourself? No, I could eat an entire rotisserie chicken any day. Any day? You're saying post, post-stroke, post you? I come over on a hungry day, you finish an entire Walmart rotisserie chicken like, like that. Sometimes they're a little dry, but if, if they're still nice and moist, I, you know, that's a little, little bit more food, but definitely. I, anything. I will say there is there there's something so unappealing about after you take a rotisserie chicken and you don't finish it and then you put it in the fridge and it makes like that 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 like gelatinous goo at the bottom of the rotisserie thing that looks like the the grease that they shove in uh what's his name's mouth in the movie uh fire um fire in the sky where they grease up his mouth real good with like that just jelly brown giblet jello that's that forms i don't know how that even happens in a rotisserie chicken, but I 100% heat it up. I'm like, it'll be fine as soon as it's in the microwave. I'm not going to worry about that giblets at all. Better better than Jell-O. <laughs> That's Jeremy's Jell-O, is just the, the, the scrapings of a rotisserie chicken. You know, that's lots of flavor, lots of uh, yummy, yummy fat. That is some yummy fat. So he teaches him about sharing, and uh, he listens to his woman woes. He's like, she hate me. He's like, maybe you just didn't give her a chance. You just said it was. He's not telling you. He's like, I saw a woman. I said she mine. She hate me. <laughs> Instead, he's like, sometimes you have to listen to women. <laughs> so, which is it's pretty funny. So uh, he's like. And uh, he says, you have to have a dream. My dream is to go to Venice one day. Can't you see it? Um, I will say, Jeremy, out of all the little people, as you are the uh, professed uh, friend of little people, you are on the page, Midgets Are Awesome on Facebook as the main moderator. Out of all of the famous uh, little people in all of movies, where does David Rappaport rank on your, like, I would be friends with, He's like one, two, three on your list. Where do you put him? He's definitely number one. He's the Sir John Gielgud of, of midgets, but also, uh, I mean, it's the best midget role of all time with uh, Time Bandits. That is and, true. He is the lead of Time Bandits. So he's David. David Rappaport is your Tom Brady, essentially. Well, obviously, the the second greatest of all time was obviously uh, Billy Barty, and uh, Felix Silva had the best roles and uh was uh number four was getting uh Vern Trier still had a little life in him and, and I I put I put I put found Fondacaro ahead of him though no uh, he's he's never he hasn't as got as many of good roles I mean, I mean he's still up and coming you know he's definitely top 10 okay so, so uh Meanwhile, uh, while he's learning how to share and have dreams, uh, they're trying to teach Eva to be a proper woman. Uh, and uh, they, uh, him and Sting and his best friend go horse riding, and Clarabelle can't stop talking about uh, when he's going to bang his new uh, guest. He's like, but did you bang her yet? Oh, God. He's like, it's more than that. Oh, she's so much more than any of us. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I don't believe him. Guys barely respect me and i'm a living woman <laughs> <laughs> so uh we'll be able to play dig dug <laughs> next we see victor and ronaldo as they they go to rob a church uh which i i grabbed this clip here 
hungry. Mm, I shouldn't wonder. Those who will not work will not eat. And that, my son, is part of God's plan. It would be no charity to fiddle with the wisdom of the Lord. Now let's get out of here. And uh, he's like holding, this is like, I swear, Jeremy's great. Like if he had a small person plan, he's like, listen, I put you in sack and I turn back to the collection plate. You rip hole and steal money while I hold you in a little bag like this. It's, it's the original little rascals with two people stacked on top of each other asking for a loan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry, 100%, if he had a real, a real little person friend would be like, listen, we fly to Vegas, but I put you in suitcase so we pay one ticket <laughs> he's just like we we dress you up as baby and i hold you in little yeah. bassinets yeah he's... go ahead Jer. my real uh, fantasy is actually being soaked together to to give a little person life like um like oh. that Oh yeah, or like uh, like Quato, you actually he can't live without being sewn yeah. to you, and you're like, hey, little buddy, and you just feed him little spoonfuls of baby food all the day. Um, Jeremy, oh, every so once in a while, I, he just says, "Open your mind." <laughs> <laughs> actually, we might be onto something. How good would that be as a horror movie? Is you wake up almost like we just did Tusk, but you wake up sewn to someone else. Like human centipede, but they did it to you. They were like, I sewed you to me on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be one with you. I want you to be my Siamese twin. We've melted minds. <laughs> <laughs> we're like also, a. Also, I had to revisit the uh, the Tales from the Crypt with Bobcat Goldthwait, where he has the, the freakish hands where his uh, twin was his hand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that Tales from the Crypt. That's a good one where he has the, the little basket buddy. I love him. Who's the old comedian uh, from uh, the Casino? Uh, Joe Bob? Are you talking about um, the insult comic? Um, Alan Rickman, that's right. Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman, there you go. That's it. Oh, you threw me for a second. You're no. like, who's the old comedian who is in a casino? And I'm like, Justin Schlegel? Yeah. <laughs> No, I know who you're talking about. The, he's the insult comic. He's also in the movie Toy Story. He's also in the movie Dirty Work as the the manager. And why can't I remember his name? Don Rickles. There you go. You're thinking about Don Rickles. By the way, when my dad died in, in his final um, uh, hospital bed, he looked exactly like Don Rickles. Oh, yeah, he did. That's it's, so sad. Yeah, and I remember his dying words. He's like, you're a fucking disappointment. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man Eric how weird is it that you're going to hear that several more deaths yeah. no, I'm, I'm kidding I'm kidding it's too mean so um, they uh, they, are, they are able to uh, rob the local church there and then they, they go to a local pub where he orders two gallons he basically makes Frankenstein a uh, Victor drink uh, uh, two gallons of beer mm-hmm. like, right from, he's like I, like I like beer a lot he's like another gallon for my friend and then he immediately passes out and now that the muscle is gone they uh, they put him on a cart and they just throw them off of a bridge <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, which is, you know what? That's a good bonding story, Jeremy. Have you ever been thrown out of a pub before with your friends into a local bridge? I 
No, because I always just drink alone. So I'd be proud to be by myself. I was once thrown into a gutter. Um, <laughs> when I was in Australia, I got blackout drunk and woke up in a gutter. I think I was dumped there. So. <laughs> so uh he uh they they're regrouping and they he realizes he sees all the scars on him. he's like you're a man who uh he, he's like you're not to be you're a man to be reckoned with aren't you and he he finally gives uh victor a name a friend yes i'm proud to call you that i think it's time you had a name no name. I don't ask for your real name, but I shall give you one. You'll need one in Budapest. Give me a name? Yes. What what name? Um Victor. That's it. Victor. It means he will win. Victor. Yes. He will win his heart's desire. Budapest is just the beginning, you see. When we've made our fortune, you can return home with lots of lovely things for your lady friend. And I, well, I have a dream. So he tells him about his dream. But I, I kind of noticed this, and so I just pulled it, I pulled it up real quick. Why does Clancy Brown's character in this movie sound like Tenacious D Sasquatch from there? I got a little, here's a clip from Tenacious D Sasquatch. <laughs> That's tenacious deed. They were kick-ass. <laughs> and who should I tell him said that? Tell him it was Sasquatch. <gasps> tell him it was a friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a spot on, you know. Yeah. No, I won't lie. When he when he was like, give me. Let's hold over real quick. Just. <laughs> Oh, they don't have the extra part. Oh. In the show, he comes back in. He's like, actually, you better just tell him it was Sasquatch. They're not going to know what friend you were talking about. <laughs> no, I was going to say, when he's like, I got to give you a name, all I could think of was Everclear. My daddy gave me a name, and then he threw me off a bridge. My daddy gave me a name, and then he fucked my girlfriend. And he gave me a name, and his name is Sting. Who fucking calls himself Sting? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm being held by Bilbo Baggins, I don't know. Um. <laughs> I call I call my I call my clit sting because it turns blue when there's dick around. <laughs> okay, uh, Jeremy, I'm on your request. Hold on. Uh, also, my my favorite part is the tie-in with uh, time bandits when he's. <laughs> runs away and, and just to see a puppet show. I need like, to I need to have a counter on my phone for every episode that we talk about time bandits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, tall people like to see little people. Tall people got lots of reasons to live. <laughs> what was the, char- the, the character's name in Highlander? The Kurgan. Kurgan, that's right. Oh, this is the Highlander theme. This isn't. This isn't the Queen version, is it? I tried, Jeremy. 
Say that again. The only one. His name is Victor. <laughs> okay, there you go. The straight up Kurgan. So um, Frankenstein tries to reach uh, Eva. Um, uh, oh, Frankenstein teaches Eva to ride a horse, and she's very good at it. She's immediately it's like, I feel like I connect with the beast immediately. And she, so she just knows how to ride a horse right she, away. She can ride horses, but she hates cats. Yeah, she can't say. Oh, wait till we get to that. Oh, I we're definitely not there. We're not that, there. Sorry. I pulled that piece of audio <laughs> real quick. So, uh, uh, meanwhile, Vic and Ronaldo get to the big city, get toffee apples, and uh, get separated. And he finally finds them. This big dumb idiot is just sitting there watching a puppet show. He's like, with the kids, he's like, "This is great. This is the best. This is the best show I ever seen." He's still girl. I girl come back. Like that. <laughs> he's like, "That's fine, Victor, but can we go now?" He's like, "I guess so." Could you imagine the injustice that God won't make you a full sized man, but you have more brains than this retard? Like. Yeah. Frustrating is that <laughs> they finally though make it to the big circus. Um, and uh, Jeremy, this is probably Jeremy, this has got to be your favorite clip, I, I assume. Uh, where they meet um, the sweet manager of the surf uh, of the circus, played by Alexi Sales, as Ronaldo is trying to pitch uh, his employment there. The fact is that I don't need a midget, not a midget, Mr. Magar. The midget. I have here a document signed by Wilhelm Castor, the renowned doctor and phrenologist of Krakow, stating that I am without doubt the smallest living human on the continent of Europe and in all the Russias. I've got documents that say the same thing from every midget that ever worked for me. The fact is that I don't need a midget. The fact is that the public are sick of midgets, and so am I. The fact is that I need somebody who can drive tent pegs. Ah. I I imagine when Jeremy heard the world doesn't need to see midgets, like his Jeremy's fist slowly closed. He's like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> How fucking dare he? <laughs> I, this is one of my biggest things of of having midgets in 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 our in our broadcast. But also, this is probably the worst midget slur in in a movie. With not only a midget slur, but also it's with a with a Cockney accent of mm-hmm. slurring the word midget. It's like we don't need a midget. Yeah, he does a hard T on it. <laughs> the first. The first mo- movie that tried to make the word midget a slur. Yeah, so it's, it's like if you if you make it in in a Cockney accent, it makes it worse. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, Jeremy, I think you'd appreciate this. Sometimes when I get bored, I have a hard time paying attention, so I'll spin a midget round and around, and I call it my midget spinner. <laughs> midget spinner. You shut up. Oh, it's just shut the your most mouth. triggered movie for little people in the eighties, where it was like. Oh, he's not only an evil, evil <laughs> carnival guy, but also he says the word midget more than anybody yeah. else. He's like, who would have known these carny people folk were pieces of shit? <laughs> 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 so uh, we finally, though, uh, Victor does go out. He can crush. Uh, he knows how to hammer a peg into the ground. She's like, you're hired. You'll share one wage. And he's like, look at us. We're fucking making it now, aren't we? Aren't we, Victor? We're doing a good job now. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, um, 
I started referring to him in my notes as Stingenstein here. So <laughs> Stinkenstein is uh, is busy uh, getting all gothic and handsome. He just walks around and sulks a lot. He like, looks at things he's like, <sighs> like this. And uh, they talk about death while they visit a crypt, which is like, he's like, I'm going to take you to this wonderful place where I like to hang out. It's an underground crypt. You can almost hear the gothic, like he's going to put on like, I'm goth now. And she sees a skull and says this. And this is what we looked like underneath our faces. Yes. Can I take it with me? <laughs> no, it was laid to rest here. No, you stupid bitch. You gotta fucking get a fresher body and then put it under lightning. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> plenty of uh, bowls that are made of human skulls in, in the cupboard. So. Yeah, yes, please. I have like 50 of these back home. We don't need another skull. It would have been written better if he was like, "I, you can't take it home. You don't have enough tickets. You can get the smelly eraser or you can get the slime. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's walkies thinking about quitting the police. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, later that night, though, she disappears during a storm, and Frankenstein has to go out uh, in search for her. She's returned to the crypt, and she's just sulking and not having a great time. Actually, Eric, Jeremy just brought up the biggest point of this entire fucking movie, and I never made the connection until Jeremy just pointed this out. This casting makes no sense when have the police ever cared about black people (laughs) (laughs) they they care about stealing their music i'll tell you that um (laughs) Uh, when he left the police then he became almost a whole black band Mm -hmm. there we go (laughs) so um so he goes to the crypt and he finds eva there who's struggling with who she is who am i you're eva my ward Where's my father? He's not here. No one knows who your father is. Where did I come from? From Brokaw, where you were found. I want to go home. I can't send you home. I don't know where that is. But I can give you a life here and now. If you trust me. Um. If I ever lose my faith for you. (laughs) I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing. I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing. I can't. Hey, do, 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 da, da, da. <laughs> let's, let's bring back the term ward for like men that like all the women that were at R. Kelly's house were wards of his estate. Yeah. Um, these are wards of my pistate. <laughs> prostate. Wards of my prostate. <laughs> okay, sorry. The thing she does is magic. <laughs> you know, when I'm around you, I feel like I'm walking on the moon. <laughs> Hold on. Roxanne! You don't have to get struck by lightning. <laughs> Roxanne! When I, when I made you in the lab, every every little breath you make, <laughs> breath you take, I'm watching you in the lab. I'll be resurrecting you. <laughs> so uh, 
Meanwhile, Victor Ronaldo come up with their own act. He's a trapeze guy, apparently. Uh, the, he's like, no, don't you understand? And then he does this thing where he's like, I start to pretend I'm dizzy, and then I fall and go, whoa! <laughs> but luckily, I have this little wire here that rescues me. Um, later on, you'll see that uh, he actually, this gets perfected because he doesn't tell um, Victor what he's doing, and he's like, no, you die, save you! And, and the crowd <laughs> loves it and they're like oh look at this big dumb idiot so he becomes part of the act so they become a two-man act this is pretty much uh the same as bussy's uh inception um he's like no you're doing musical comedy by yourself what if we had two people i didn't want to say it i was like it was right there and i was like you've been a bitch today don't don't say it keep it to yourself don't say anything <laughs> i i can take myself out yeah. oh, so uh I pretty much liken this uh, part of the movie with uh, John M. Malkovich with uh, Gary Sinise. That is with- true. That is true. So, uh, <laughs> but but now that they're like a hit in the circus, uh, it, they ask for more money, and this just really pisses off the the guy. He's like, "How dare they make a fucking great show? <laughs> Fuck that cunt!" <laughs> Eric is right. Why does this feel like open mic comedy? They're like, "Hey, you know what? We're doing pretty good. We want more drink tickets," yeah. and they're like, "Fuck you! <laughs> you get free. I'll give you three more drink tickets, but that's <laughs> it. And then you can come back in a year and a half to the auto bar." <laughs> 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 Ottoman Empire bar. Uh, <laughs> so, next, uh, the, this is probably my favorite scene is where Carrie Yules gets on. They go mm-hmm. to a uh, they go to a local ball. Uh, Eva is almost. They think they're like we got this bitch ladied up enough. Yeah. Um, so she's doing really to well. me a lot. <laughs> uh, the sweet Carrie Yules uh, that Ashley has to put a towel down every time we mention his name uh, shows up as uh, a, a a soldier, Prince Charming, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, there's a bit of uh, a fluttering love between the two of them. But as she's uh, really nailing this whole debutante ball, mm. a cat shows up mm. and she screams at it because it hisses at her. Goes, like this. <laughs> and what could be the dumbest line I've heard is when they're leaving the ball here. And Have you gone mad? I was frightened. Of a cat? You never told me about cats. I thought it was a tiny lion. <laughs> I really think that the uh, camera angle really worked uh, Carrie Elvis's ass. Uh, it does. It shows his... He's got... He, it, it is a perfect, like, sized ass for his body, too. Him in his prime. I would have sold out my beliefs so fast just to get a taste of that ass. Mm. Uh. I think it's almost the same exact part where he has uh, one of the uh, the suitors in uh, Dracula. He yes, he is one of the suitors in Dracula. He also is the fiance in Rudyard uh, Rudyard Kipling's uh, The Jungle Book, the live action one from nineteen like ninety seven, nineteen ninety five. Oh my god! I've never wanted a man to fuck me so hard. Okay. So remember that um, um, Carrie Elwes, um made sure that I could not have a picture with him. Yeah, just uh, Jeremy always brings this up. He does. He doesn't like Carrie Yules because when he was as Pogo the Clown, he was like, "Well, I'm not taking. I know who you're dressed as. I won't take a picture with you." Uh, I, I don't know why I made him Cockney just now. I for- loved him. 
as the boyfriend, even in Liar Liar, when he played the goofy, gallant boyfriend that was like, hey, kiddo, it's the claw. I was like, I'd yeah. still fuck you, you white, preppy, Abercrombie <laughs> bitch. Like, I would fuck you so uh, You know what movie I watched the other day with Carrie Yules? Or mm-hmm. actually, my uh, sweet sweet Erica Woodworth was watching this yeah. the other day. Um, uh, the Crush with uh, Alicia That's Silverstone. But, okay, can I just... One yeah. thing that really bothers me that yeah. he says... The way there's one scene where uh, they find out she rape kits herself and and yeah. they're semen, but they haven't had sex. He says, yeah. the, he says, uh, the line is she must have she must have got it from the condom that I had I had in the trash can. But the way he says it, he's like she she must have got it from the condom, and she he calls care. it a condom. I don't care, and I know it bothers me so much. He's just like, oh no, let me get a condom. Really I quick. don't care because he <laughs> plays Casanova, the serial killer, mm-hmm. and kiss the girls. Oh yeah, yeah. I would let. Them that man do I unspeakable things to me. Still time that I can still um, I can handcuff Eric Carrie Elwes and I can still put my co- my pogo costume and just lay dead in the, in the bathroom while he has to cut him. Jeremy, if you mm-hmm. ever want us on good terms, you will get him for me. <laughs> just like the movie Saw, have him have him handcuffed to the radiator and you're like, hey, let's play a game. If you want to get out of this, Ashley's ovulating. <laughs> get out of that get out of that handcuff. You're gonna have to get a picture with me. So so both of us moving the story along uh, we find out that Frankenstein has a secret little study behind this glass mirror where it's like I have all my books that I've written also this is my where I smoke opium by myself it's (laughs) where secret opium smoke it's where he gets high and writes fan fiction he's like you know I gotta smoke enough opium so I can stare at Eva while she's sleeping (laughs) (laughs) um that's called romantic yeah so uh, the next day, uh, Yosef, uh, Carrie Yules, uh, mm. uh, finds uh, uh, Eva riding, and they have a little convo as the sexual tension builds between them. Uh, meanwhile, Victor is like, all he's, his new dream is like, I will ride a horse. <laughs> and they let him ride a horse, and he immediately gets thrown off of him. And uh, they're like making fun of him, like, ha, 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 and laughing at him. He's like, get away from him. You leave him be. He's my friend. And they immediately, like, what are the guys just punts him <laughs> punts the little fucking midget around i laughed very hard at that scene um so it turns out they both like to ride yeah <laughs> so, so much hatred of little people in this movie with uh, also <laughs> some guy just just put 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 just shoves uh, shoves him to to the ground in in like a on a common place like what is this shit? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, who would hate who would hate midgets? You know, it's ridiculous. Um so uh Eva starts to question her past a little bit more and Frankenstein's like, um, I think I heard you was from like Budapest or something, I believe. I'm now a southern debutante. <laughs> 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 oh man and uh, uh there is a psychic link between them because if one feels pain the other feels pain that really wasn't a super established but now we're definitely well, sure that i was connected. gonna i was gonna say we had hints at it at the very beginning whenever she starts to come to life and you see him over there having like a jeremy seizure yeah he's like and- <laughs> he's he's jeremy the second he sees a midget on tv <laughs> 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 look look no person <laughs> 
you guys saw the uh, the Cheech and Chong movie where they're they're brothers that can feel each other. Uh, oh. uh, the brothers uh, Coruscant or something. Okay, oh. sure. Anyway, but that's it's, it's like the same damn. <laughs> Could you imagine if I had a twin brother and every time I was jacking off to Carrie Elways, he's like, "Oh no, this is really gay." Uh. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why this reminded me of it, but um, my friend, friend of the show, and one time guest on here uh, from the Dawn of the Dead episode, my my dear friend Sean Laskowitz, uh, I would spend the night over his house many times, and he had an older brother named Eric, and Eric, <laughs> re- we would. He would physically attack us, like, and really punch us hard, um, like, if we just annoyed him. And we constantly were on him, like, trying to annoy him. But one day, Sean and I came up with this thing called the ACDC effect. They were like, it doesn't hurt him. It hurts him. And so if he punched Sean, I would fly across the room and go, ah! And Sean would just no-sell it. He's like, it stop hurting my friends like that. You had the gayest <laughs> childhood. Like, hey, you know what I really want? The, was, it, was keep annoying your brother until he puts hands on us. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and he, he would. He would, like, punch us really and, like, hard. We'd no-sell it. We'd just, like, and then Sean would, like, fly across. And, like, fall down the <laughs> steps. And it would drive him insane. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> Every time you talk to me about the years I didn't know you, I'm like, oh. Oh, can I give you my therapist business card? <laughs> I was really good at being a shit. So um, <laughs> that has not changed. <laughs> so uh, the special uh, mysteries of the unknown time life books, and it's like, oh, a, one day a mother felt this burning sensation on her hand. A mile away, her her daughter's hand was giving a was giving a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh meanwhile uh the carnies are plotting against ronaldo because they're sick of him they're like we only need the giant we don't need the midget at all so they uh they uh they rig his rope and uh uh victor is too retarded to realize what they've done to it he's like i think rope is broken but he's like there's no time we need to get on he's like okay it's just uh of course when he falls down he face plants through the bleachers uh and uh he's just like damn it that hurt really bad get me out of here so he carries him out he's just like they cut it i know they did and so um he uh we have this this wonderful moment as uh victor has to say goodbye to ronaldo i suppose venice is out there's a special needs man that loves the uh soccer player ronaldo and this is how every every time he sees him (laughs) this is pretty much how i actually cried when i watched the movie (laughs) (laughs) i don't know and also this uh it really really did hurt me when i found out on the internet that uh um David Rappaport died like 10 years before. I was like, oh, fuck. fuck. He died really right before, right after the uh, 
the episode of Star Trek Next Generation. Instead, they got the the uh, Jewish guy from. Um... Mm. <laughs> I remember when Jeremy learned about this because he called me. He went, "Dude, he's dead! He's dead!" Um, can I tell you when bo- did he die? He died. Uh, he died ten years ago. <laughs> committed suicide, oh. and he's one of the the two biggest uh, midget uh, actors of all of all time, committing suicide what? like. Tattoo of uh, her Villate. Well, yeah. I have two things to say. One, did he commit suicide by falling off a one-story building? <laughs> he he hung, hung himself from a truck hitch. <laughs> um, number two, the alternate title to this movie was "Of Mice and Mentally Retarded." Yeah. <laughs> Victor's ready to leave. Luckily, they didn't uh, steal all the money. He finds it in the secret place that they stashed it, but does overhear him, uh, overhear the uh, um, uh, the guy who killed him, like, gloating. He's like, I didn't tell you to actually murder him. I said, take care of him, you fucking idiot. And uh, he takes his whole caravan and just gorilla presses it over and then uh, takes the guy who, who, who uh, killed... Uh, his friend, and they just fucking yeets him on some spikes. He's just like, <laughs> like that. Could you imagine, though, if he was like, hey, I want you to take care of him, and he's like, that's not what I meant. I wanted you to set up a 401k and to kiss him on the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted benefits for my carnies, you idiot. <laughs> I hate mods, and he kills him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he's able to leave, uh, she uh she actually rides out because of the psychic link and finds Victor sleeping, but they neither of them recognize each other oddly enough. Because by the way, when she was reanimated, she was just hot with frizzled hair, and he, she he's like, "Who's this beautiful woman? I had no idea." <laughs> and so she gives him a gold coin. He in turn gives uh the trinket of the Venice uh thing to her. He's like, "Here you go," and then uh. She she uh, lays you know leaves him there and um, Frankenstein is uh, is very excited so he wants to go buy a gift so he finds a gypsy on the side of the road and he goes I need shiny like the stars and he sells him really shitty jewelry and he hands him a bunch of gold and the, I don't understand how this gypsy though he's just like. Actually, I only need this one gold piece. He gives him like four thousand dollars. He was just like, "Here you go. I only need to take one thousand though." Because he's a good person. Not, not what I've learned about gypsies. gypsies. Uh-huh. No, they're fucking dog shit. <laughs> Fuck you, gypsies. Bird in hell. <laughs> Look, we could get some more crack. <laughs> So he's excited. So he climbs, uh, he does like any normal man would try to do and climbs the side of a castle to watch her changing. Um, and then he's just like, she's no going to like me. And then just takes the necklace and throws it in the pond. Well, <laughs> well, what Eric alluded to a few minutes ago, which is, I do love this, uh, very fun. I'll call trope with men in movies, which is like, God, she's so ugly she has glasses or she hasn't combed her hair and then you change the smallest thing about yourself and they're like oh my god you're suddenly desirable how are you so ugly before <laughs> yeah you looked like trash before yeah uh, i mean now that i've cut my hair badly guys are gonna be all over me <laughs> so uh eva and frankenstein then go head to the ball where yosef is and i they they just 
First of all, shittiest party I've ever seen. The highlight of it is they just drop glitter on you. I would be, first of all, I'd be fucking pissed if I was in a room and they covered us all with like 20 pounds of glitter. I would be furious. Uh, Two things. One, it's supposed to be snow, so it's very tasteful. And number two, you've clearly never been to the corral. (laughs) We're all going to be dying of um, aluminum after this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all made out of radium back then. (laughs) It's just fucking radioactive and coughing up blood a half hour later. They were like, it's good. It's from France. I ordered it personally. Um, (laughs) Go in the dark. Yeah, so... uh, uh, Frankenstein notices that Eva's gone and he finds out and uh, she she's making out with Yosef upstairs and he's he he's not fucking happy about it okay he's pretty pissed I so. love that he grabs a boob I got so excited and then I felt yeah. let down so uh Clarivald presses him some more about her origins. She actually corrects him about a book, and she was just like, here, look. And instead of, like, just accepting he's wrong, he's like, fuck it, I burned the book. He's like, now I make the new rules. It's literal <laughs> gaslighting. <laughs> so, uh... The uh, meanwhile, the carny folk are still pissed that their best friend is dead. They've now raised a mob with the local police to go hunt down the monster. And uh, he runs and is able to evade everybody except for a fucking blind guy. A blind guy is the guy that finds Frankenstein. And he's like, oh, look. And it's this tender moment. He's like, he's here. Ah, I found him. Oh, what the fucking thing you're on now? <laughs> Which, by the way, he's, how is the blind man fight? He's never touched him before. He just immediately knows that this is the guy. Yeah, but don't you know what his name is? It's Thievey Wonder. <laughs> Thievey Wonder. him. Yeah, he's like, I'd like to break. Uh, by the way, how's this hold up in court? He's like, first eyewitness is the blind guy that fucking comes up. And he's like, it was definitely him. <laughs> I touched his face. I could tell he was evil. <laughs> Doesn't fucking hold up. Blind people can tell that who I am because by my body odor of stink. Yeah, I you call do that a, scent. a I call that a braille fail. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they are able to capture him and uh, tie him up and beat him up real bad. But Eva's gone again and she's out with Yosef. Sting is pissed, tracks him down, and just as she's finally getting to second base for the first time, they're about to get a pinky slipped in her. Out of nowhere comes Sting. I shall kill you for this. As you like, sir. And you may choose the weapons. I'm equally skilled at all of them. Put your clothes on. I don't know if this makes any difference to you, Frankenstein, but the girl means nothing to me. <laughs> she flung herself at me. <laughs> I like it. He's just like, just want you to know, the girl you like is a whore. <laughs> and that she means nothing to me. <laughs> I just like I just liked the idea that if you suck on her titties, it's called eternal rest feed. I'm <laughs> <laughs> rest feeding. <laughs> Oh, God. Good times. So uh, she says uh, she's not going to listen to him anymore. Who do you think you are? And uh, she demands the truth about her origins. You didn't create me. You didn't create me. As a matter of fact, I did. In my ball sack. (laughs) I sewed you together out of corpses. I brought you to life by means of an electric charge. I created your body just as I created your mind. And I can uncreate it too. 
also use the I internet. I know what you're talking about. No. Then you soon will. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> she runs off and locks herself in her room, and uh, uh, Frankenstein then takes like a half hour to find the key for the room. Do, do you think she... <laughs> Do you think she cries into her pillow and she's like, you're not my real dad. (laughs) Reminds me of that time when I found you in a cocktail bar, but I can put you back there too. Don't you want me? Baby, don't you want me, baby? <laughs> How insulting to find out that you're just a scrap quilt of human beings. Oh yeah, you're you're the AIDS quilt of humans. <laughs> so you're as good as I am looking. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Victor though feels the hurt that she's feeling, even though he's all chained up. Uh, she asks, um, uh, where the uh, uh, ooh says he's parents Frankenstein reveals oh and he finally reveals his real plan for her it's true I made you to mate with that abortion <laughs> but I quickly saw the foolishness of that I thought you were fit for finer things what do you mean I taught you many things Eva I made you my equal in thought and reasoning. The last thing I meant to teach you was to love. But you nearly jumped the gun. Except that I caught you. You'd forget I made you out of ashes. I can always reduce you to ashes again. You can do what you like. You can take apart the body you put together and you can take away the life you gave me. But you cannot have me. Not ever. Not even if you murdered me and raised me up a thousand, thousand times, you cannot have me! I made you for a wedding. Your wedding night is gone. Ah, so then he's get, he goes full, it's time for a raping. That's what he's come to at this point. Um, so he chases her through the thing, but Victor now feels all of this. He goes, wait a minute, I'm super strong. I'll just break these fucking chains real quick. And he breaks out and then he's just like, this door, easy tap, it's over. And he hops and steals a horse and he's on his way to Frankenstein's castle for the final confrontation. Uh, um, can I just say though, that I love that he's like, I made you to love. Now fucking be just like me or I'll hate you. Yeah. I love that very much. <laughs> I gave you the power of free will. Now stop being a bitch. <laughs> Man, that sounds like that sounds like the women's right to vote. Be like, I gave you the right to vote for me. I gave you the <laughs> right to vote, but not for Biden, you whore. <laughs> So, uh, just when the sexual assaulting is about to happen, out of nowhere, (laughs) it's the juggernaut, bitch! I'm here! And there's gonna be no cock blocker better than me! Um... So they immediately engage in mortal combat, which by mortal combat, this man who is a Hulk that can break chains and doors instantly is just being chased around by Sting from the police with a torch for the next five minutes. But but imagine you save her and she's like, oh, I just wanted to be friends. (laughs) 
people uh, um, compare this fight scene from the uh, end of uh, Revenge of the Sith with Obi Wan and uh, yeah, yeah, Darth Vader. Uh-huh. <laughs> people have really they have compared. By the way, it's also like the shittiest misses. Like the choreography is like first Frankenstein completely moves out of the way and he goes, "Oh, I missed him with the fucking thing," and he moves and he's just like, "Why? Why do I keep hitting where you're not?" <laughs> While she's screaming, "I love you like a brother." Yeah. <laughs> So um, he he's running around, and finally they get to the top, and uh, uh, he's able to throw him off the top of the building, uh, much like uh, how um, what's his name dies in the movie Highlander. Alan Rickman in in, in time. a very yeah. Alan Rickman esque death. I was thinking more of um, uh, um, uh, what's his face the. Uh, Mm, Sean Connery from Highlander when he gets thrown off of the fucking tower that's half beat up in Highlander. I would say Dick Jones in the end of uh, RoboCop. So okay, Dick Jones, hell yeah, that was my that was my nickname on uh, Sally Jesse Raphael was Dick Jones with his super long arms. Yes, no. so uh, he uh, uh, he lights Victor on fire. He's able to put it out, but uh, again, he's eventually able to throw him off of the top, and uh, it goes back to see sweet. Uh, Eva, now that they both know that they are the two monsters created by Dr. Frankenstein. I have a name. What is it? Victor. Victor. That's a good name. Oh, I'm into guys with names. <laughs> Means he will win. Yes. Do you know who made you? He hurt you. He's dead. Um, and they they off and gallivant and live their dreams together as where as they both head to Venice and basically live uh uh, Ronaldo's dream, and we're sent off with Ronaldo's words of wisdom. Remember, follow your heart, and you'll be fine. Follow your dream; it's the key to everything. Which brings us to an end of the Bride, 1985 classic. Jeremy, your final thoughts on the Bride? I think that uh, she gets to ride in a gondola singing uh, Like a Virgin at the end. (laughs) Yes, yes. Ashley, your final thoughts? I thought it would have been better if it was Uma Thurman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say, for a movie that is completely free, I did enjoy, again, the soundtrack, great. Mm -hmm. The sets are great. Everything but the actual story itself, apart from every part with David Rappaport, which is very charming. Mm. He is actually very good in this movie. The rest of it could be missed, does not need Sting or anyone else. Um, Wherever that castle is, they should make a better movie in it um, (laughs) than what they made here. But uh, check it out. I give it two out of seven stars. Um, 
Uh, Ashley, what do you got on the docket? Uh, people can catch me December 30th at, I think it's 5 p.m. I will be at Rivers Down in Finksburg. Uh, tickets are online. You can hit me up for those at Ashley Pontius Laughs. You can always check out Jeremy's Reverb Nation um, thing. I'm sure you're going to have some Christmas music coming up, it being a uh, Christmas holiday weekend. Yeah, Jeremy? I'm going to put up a uh, Rudolph song. So. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe throw that throw that on uh, a little taste of that. So go help Jeremy out and us. Um, you can find all things Ericomi, Ericomi.com. I got murder mysteries all this week. And uh, have a Merry Christmas, everyone, because we won't hear from us until later. If you take, I'll be killing you. You know Adolf von Hitler and Goebbels and Goering, Heydrich and Mengele, Robert and Eichmann. But do you recall the second most important Nazi of all? Rudolf the imprisoned Nazi lived a very long, long life. Lived it inside a prison. For his numerous genocide crimes All of the other Nazis Used to die and commit suicide They never wanted to be caught By the Allied Then one foggy July Twentieth Hitler came to say Rudolf with your hate so bright won't you build my right tonight? Then all the Nazis loved him, but they shouted out, Heil! Rudolf the Reichstag Nazi, you'll go down in history. 